16-year-old Marcella Garcia was found dead in an apartment building on L Street in Sacramento in March 2022. This is one of those cases that might anger you because it really has no resolve. No one has ever been arrested and Marcella's family and friends are still looking for answers as to what happened to her over a year later. My name is Michelle Graham. And I'm Amanda Washington. And this is The Point of No Return, a podcast and product of Mandy and Mitch Media. All right, let's get the happiness out the way because that's all we all have today, y'all. All right, Aww. before I get into the details, I want you guys to hear Marcella's beautiful voice. She could sing, y'all. She was known to be a singer. She was always participating in any school celebrations and stuff to sing. So I want y'all to see my girl sing real quick. Sing Marcella. Wow. Wow. I've, I've, y'all, I've watched that video like 20 times in the last day. And it's two things like the the smile on her face right when that video starts, and then like how comfortable she is singing. And yeah. she's only 16. But also, too, I'm going to tell you right now the swoop, the outfit, the Jordans in the back, the holes in the jeans. This is how Mexican <laughs> girls dressed in high school. This Chola. is Mexico had to come. All right, now. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, it's like Marcella had to tell. Sacramento for sure. And I have to tell you guys, you know, getting into this case was so frustrating because there are no witness recounts and police shared minimal details about the crime scene. So I sifted through countless articles that regurgitated similar information, but I still think it's important to tell Marcella's story and discuss what could have potentially happened to her. I was digging so hard, I found the coroner's report and I know who she was released to, what day she was released to, but as far as official information outside of news articles, that's all I could find. Okay. And all of all of the information about Marcella came came out within two weeks of her death. So there hasn't been new reports or follow ups on Marcella's death since March 29th or 30th of 2022. All right. I'm going to jump oh, right wow. in. So this was recent. This was like in the last year. Yes, this was in the last year. So very basically almost a year mm-hmm. ago. OK. Yep. Yep. All right. So I'm going to jump right into it. The biggest question mark in this case is why was Marcella even in Sacramento? She wasn't a resident of the city, and she actually lived in Oakland at the time, and she was enrolled as a student at Castlemont High School. I had never heard of Castlemont High School, but she was a student there, and Oakland can be anywhere between an hour and a half to two-hour drive from Sacramento. So it definitely wasn't, yeah, it wasn't a hop, skip away, like, girl, we can get to D.C., to Maryland, and Virginia before you can get to Oakland once. Go ahead. I have a question, and this is mm-hmm. just in proximity for me as, you know, a DMV girl. And then, of course, all of our <laughs> DMV-based people that mm-hmm. are now in Sacramento with us. Can you, is, is Sacramento considered the Bay? No. No. Okay. And oh, and if anybody from the Bay hears this, just know I said no. Girl, this is a big argument. Okay. Because the I Bay thought, area. I Sacramento was the Bay. No. I, I always say like we're in the Valley, like because we're Northern California. We are all in the Valley. But as okay. far as Bay Area, 
No. And Bay Area people swear Sacramento people want to be a part of the Bay. I'm here to confirm we do not. We're okay. So you know, you have you you've you've heard of uh you've heard of the BART. You watched Orangeville State, Orangeville mm-hmm. Station. You know all about that. Yeah. So that that train, if we were to go out a little bit, we could get on that train and we could go up and down through the bay. And it was easy to get up, it was easy to get through the bay riding the BART. Okay. So when I would go to Pride, I would ride that BART train. Um, to get up and down and then we would like drive about 20 minutes back to Sacramento but okay because here I was thinking you could go see the Golden State Warriors right down the street no (laughs) I guess that makes sense why they have the Sacramento Kings yes okay all right thank you I I just needed a little you know a little visual so I appreciate you yes no no you're good so Marcella actually did previously live in Sacramento though at one point in her life And she was in the foster care system in both Oakland and Sacramento. Um, And she was often back and forth between the two cities from what I read. So at this point, though, she was a sophomore in high school um, and she was living in Oakland when her body was actually found in Sacramento. So there are conflicting reports about when a missing persons report was actually filed for Marcella. But Oakland police confirmed they received one on March 15th, 2022. And, and it was, and, and it's not just that they were conflicting. There were so many reports out there about Marcella missing. And it, there was one even as recent as February of last year, which some people were saying she had been missing since then. So okay. Marcella frequently ran away from home. She was frequently mm. um, leaving home for days at a time. And sometimes it, this, it, as part of the system, since she was in the foster care system, they would, they would report it. So there were various missing reports out for her dating back to 2019 when she was 13 years old. Wow. So on March 17th, 2022, around 1125 a.m., Sacramento police found Marcella with a gunshot wound. They found her inside of the apartment on L Street in Sacramento. And L Street, by the way, is downtown. Okay. So they tried to save her, but they tried to save her, but she died at the scene. And Sacramento police didn't confirm, but a friend, her father, and multiple news reports said that Marcella was killed with one shot to the head. Meaning she had to get shot sometime in the morning of, or in the, mm-hmm. in, within a day of March 17th. And remember, who, Oakland, sorry, go ahead. Oakland police said she had been in? missing. There's not, Amanda, I have nothing. There's nothing about who called it in. There's nothing about if, if there was DNA left at this crime scene, nothing, literally nothing at all. I even tried to okay. do research on this apartment building. Like I had never, never even heard of this apartment building. Nothing, nothing at all. <clears throat> Okay. She was in, she was found in the apartment by her by herself though. So she was found in the apartment complex by herself. It's there's no reports on how the police even ended up there, but it did say they mm-hmm. were called to the scene. So it could have been a neighbor, could have been someone in the vicinity. I, nothing. Okay. All right. I'm gonna read a statement really quickly from the Oakland Unified School District. The Casamont family will miss Marcella, and our hearts go out to her friends and family. The fact that she passed the way she did is another tragic example of our country's. Scourge of gun violence, which must come to an end. All right. So Sacramento police have oddly kept the investigation around Marcella's death very, very private. On the day Marcella died, one of her former teachers, you know, Eric, his name was Eric Husted, excuse me, said this on Twitter. I'm a mess. Found out one of my students was shot and killed just before school started. How the fuck am I supposed to teach math today? If any teachers have been through this kind of thing before. What did you do? Thanks in advance. I was very intrigued by how quickly news went around that Marcella, Marcella was found dead on the 17th. Cause you know, this teacher's recount is, is, is saying like, okay, this got back to Oakland, Oakland police got back to the school district 
got back to the teachers and everything all within the same day. Yeah. But y'all telling me y'all can't release any any more information? Any more maybe, information surrounding her death? Maybe I wonder if she was like a John Doe in a sense. So and they had to like reach out to like youth services, schools to see if anybody could identify her, maybe. And that's maybe how the word got out. I don't know. I'm thinking there's there's just some there's just some eerie connection to me between the Sacramento and Oakland police. These are two these are two remotely different cities with different police departments mm-hmm. with a lot of mini cities in between them. Yeah. But y'all telling me how did y'all I, and maybe there's a system. A connective system where you can look at missing persons in the areas. That's that's what I assumed for Sacramento police to be able to connect this so quickly with the Oakland Police Department because yeah. they were able to identify her right away. So mm-hmm. police identified her that day. They notified Oakland, and then Oakland was like, "Oh yes, we have a missing persons report for her from the 15th. So wow. I'm like, "Was I even looking for her, Oakland?" Like, what really happened? What was really going on? And, and mm-hmm. the fact that Sacramento connected it so quickly, and it could have been because she was so frequently in both cities, there was inform- a lot of information about her in both. Yeah. Because she had been reported missing in both cities before. So I'm thinking maybe that could be the main connection, but still, for, for information to, to move that fast, but y'all didn't give any other details mm-hmm. about... And the Oakland police probably really didn't didn't care because if she like you said if she was already kind of like a runaway or whatever they mm-hmm. probably thought oh she just ran away again so we gonna post it because we have to but we know she out and about she in the streets or whatever not thinking that it was serious um and then you know this time obviously it was fatal absolutely absolutely so marcella had a friend who was anon- anonymously speaking to news outlets around the time she died And that friend said she moved to Oakland from Sacramento to go to school and refocus her life. And if you're familiar with the area, usually a deal like that would be the other way around. And by by that, I mean, no disrespect to Oakland. To go to Oakland? You will be getting out of Oakland to go to SAC. Got you. Okay. The crime rate, I just assume her proximity to the same crowds that she kept falling in, Mm -hmm. she was falling in in Oakland. So to hear that she went to Oakland... And neither her, neither one of her parents were in her life at this time. I'll, I'll get to that. I'll get to that in a second. But it was like, how did you end up, if neither one of her parents were in her life, I'm just, I, I'm just intrigued by how she ended up in the foster care system in Sacramento, but got moved to Oakland and was still in the foster care system. Like, it's not as if she moved in with a family mm-hmm. member in Oakland and then fell into the foster, foster system there. It was like the foster system could have potentially moved her to Oakland, which didn't make yeah. sense at all to me. So that friend, Mar- that friend said Marcella often fell in with the wrong, cr- wrong crowds, but she was constantly trying to get back on track. From the stories I read about her, just how, oh, she was that, you know, that kid who was in with the bad crowds, but also she's that same one who's also singing all of the, you know, in-school celebrations and what's cool mm-hmm. with the teachers. I, could, I found tweets from like three or four of her teachers on the, you know, on the day that when they found out she died and they yeah. were all distraught. So I'm like, she was likable. And you know, normally when when those people are like that, I'm like, she, to me, seems like she was a people person. A lot of people knew her. Mm-hmm. So she was moving throughout these cities and reported missing and no one could tell us anything about her death. Yeah, that's crazy. That doesn't make sense to me. Another friend told a news outlet called KTVU, I just hope that she didn't suffer. I just don't get it. It's hard to wrap your head around the fact that a 16 year old is dead. It doesn't make sense. One shot to the head. Like one shot to the head. All right. Before we go further, I want to get your first initial thoughts on what you think could have potentially happened before I get into some more details. 
my mind is blown, honestly. And I, I'm 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 really getting in the feels a little bit, first of all, because you know, <clears throat> I work with teenagers every single day. And I would say as they become older, I've just become more and more obsessed with my kids. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think over the last month, literally my 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 Instagram has been my kids every single yeah, day. Yeah, y'all. I'm sick of it. <laughs> and I don't care. I, I sure have been thinking that I'm like, I'm probably gonna get some unfollows, but I'm just just in a position where I'm just so happy for them, so proud of them. And I see them consistently excelling every day and just doing really great things. So to lose one of them, honestly, would be like ripping my heart out my chest. So I I really couldn't imagine, especially when those kids, because, you know, working at school, like what kids are in the foster system or whatever. So, you know, you try and be there for those kids a little bit more. But it seems like maybe she just. Who knows? She might have been squatting in that place and Mm -hmm. she might have seen something that she wasn't supposed to see and somebody just killed her. Yeah. And that's what it's giving me because I'm like, it's it's not really giving me like bothersome that like, you know, she would be nosy or like doing drugs and somebody, you know, is a bad exchange or something like that. Like they didn't say they well, they didn't really say much from what you're telling me, but. I'm sure if they would have found like drugs or something, you know, they'd be ready, especially minorities. Well, she was, she was on drugs and, yeah. but I'm like, none of that was mentioned. They didn't say anything about that. So honestly, I think she just might've been at the wrong place at the wrong time in this random apartment building. And then she got shot there. Okay. All right. And yes, she was in a group home. So all of her teachers okay. and, and her and in, in, in both cities were aware of this. But even yeah. though Marcella was in and out of the foster care system, both of her parents were very much so alive and still around. So I was able to locate Marcella's coroner report, which states that her body was released to her mother, Deborah Christie, and her father, Raul Garcia. So Marcella was living in a group home, as I said, at the time of her death, because both mm-hmm. of her parents were serving prison sentences. So her father was released from prison eight months prior to her death, and he was in jail on assault charges. Her mother, on the other hand, was still serving a sentence at the Central California Women's Facility for vehicular manslaughter charge. Have you ever heard of vehicular manslaughter? Mm-hmm. Okay. So mom's was serving, uh, she could have been serving somewhere between a couple months to up to six years, depending on if it was a misdemeanor or a felony charge. I wasn't uh-huh. able to get down to the sentence, the, the sentence type that she was serving, but she was still in jail at the time of her death. But the coroner's report says that her body was released to both parents. So it seems like Raul was working closely with one of her cousins, his niece, in order to mm-hmm. get Marcella's service together. And he had a lot to say about the investigation. So one comment he made to Fox too, he said, my daughter was always happy, making everyone smile, a beautiful voice. She was my everything, you know. Marcella's cousin, Bianca Vaca, that is just a crazy, it's either Bianca Vaca or Bianca Vaca. I'm gonna go with Bianca Bianca Vaca, Vaca sounds good. I like that. It sounds, I'm like. <laughs> That's a fire name. <laughs> okay, so Bianca, she told Fox too that there were a lot of rumors circulating Marcella's death and that her family was rarely contacted or updated throughout the investigation. And Raul was frustrated, of course. Her father was frustrated with Sacramento police for not getting any answers about his daughter's death. Here's what he said. Detectives haven't even contacted me. This is what Raul told Fox to approximately two weeks after Marcella's death. Sorry to tell you, your daughter is dead. She was shot in the head, but that's it. I don't know anything that happened. Police haven't contacted me at all. Since Marcella was in the care of of Child Protective Services during her death, all info regarding her death and her case have to go through the agency. 
So mm. I'm wondering if that means Child Protective Services is notified directly and then there to communicate with the family, or if that yeah. means the information is going through her foster care, her foster parent at the time. It's very unclear. And I'm like, that is crazy that y'all would release her body to her biological parents, but anything regarding the investigation in, in information surrounding the death, CPS. Yes. I'm like, if it, it, you would think it's all for one, one for all, right? Mm-hmm. Like that doesn't make sense to me. Let's talk about some obvious theories here. And then I'm going to, I'm going to point out some mysteries in the case that I just can't wrap my head around okay. human, human trafficking. Of course, a few of Marcella's friends told news outlets that she had gotten caught up in a trafficking situation, but her cousin Bianca has been sharply shutting that theory down. She was like, my cousin wasn't into that. Nah. And I couldn't, I didn't find out what age Bianca was, but you could tell that she was very close with Marcella. So I don't know. What do you think? I mean, that's, I mean, that's, that's the obvious, that's the obvious theory, of course. I mean, and and like we're saying, you know, it's. Wow. Don't worry, girl. <laughs> you know, my, my, my. <laughs> if y'all wasn't awake, y'all awake now. Yeah. My uh, <laughs> cup, <laughs> coaster. Um, oh, cheers. A little, a little ASMR for you guys today. I can't wait till that ice smell. Get back to it. So, I think we can't rule trafficking out because it's 2022 and we already know they prey on young people and then it's easy to prey on young people that's in the streets because they're they're there. They're already ready to go. Who's to say? But also, I don't know. Something with this police investigation is just not sitting right with me. And, you know, I'm like, the police love to cover up a little something. And I'm like, as, as, as... We've we've only been in, in, in Sacramento for five episodes, mm-hmm. but from the the five episodes that we've recorded, we've already seen how involved Sacramento is with their missing cases, uh, cold cases, anything like that. Like, I, if I ever moved to Sacramento, I love the police department there already. Yeah. And I'm not a police type of girl. Yeah. But Maybe it seems it. like they're on it. So for them to not be on it and then it's like, it's a minor, it's something, something in the milk is dirty. Yeah. I, 100% I don't know. Agree. It's, it's something it's like, weird there. And it's like, I don't know. I'm, you know, my initial thought is like, okay, if it's human trafficking, um, maybe this apartment complex was known to attract a lot of that activity. Even mm-hmm. then, when y'all gave news reports, y'all couldn't describe anything. Like, normally, if it's if it's something of that nature, especially when a minor being found, it's like, okay, kids be on the lookout. Like, some type of notice something, for surrounding yeah. families, like, to be on alert for. It's like, there's nothing. And... My my first mind is like, okay, maybe maybe the police department is being hush-hush about this situation because she was in the foster care system um, during the time of her death. Mm-hmm. So it was technically the state's responsibility to keep her safe. Yeah. But even then, like, this is just Ooh. not making sense. It's really I wonder if it's some kind of law about it, too, because she is a minor. But I'm like, the, but okay, so I would think that if there's, if there's laws around that, why even release her name? Her name. Yeah. Like automatically on the day she died, Amanda, news reports was out that day with pictures of her name. KCRA tweeted that video. That was a news station that tweeted that video of her singing. So I'm mm. like, I remember I was in high school when a friend of mine was killed and it was in, and, and I, I only, you know, was able to, I was only able to, I, you know, know about it because I was, I went to the high school. I knew him, but for the longest, yeah. they weren't releasing photos in, and giving exact like mm-hmm. 
identification about what had actually happened. So I'm like, why in this case was her name released automatically? And you know what, what what's sticking out to me right now? You remember my the first case that we did and it was with um, the guy who who killed the two women on Facebook Live and one of yes. them was 16. She was also a quite frequent runaway and people were barely looking for her. But I ended up finding her name and, you know, we didn't release it on the episode mm-hmm. um, for, you know, <laughs> libelous reasons and things of that nature. Yes. But um, that's another thing, y'all. Note here, the reason why Marcella's name is being used in this episode is because the news reports actually have already identified her. She's already been yeah. identified. But in that case, the, the, the example Amanda is giving, she was able to find the information because, you know, she's an investigator, but it wasn't public information. Yes. So we did not want to release her name on the show. However, they had bare minimum information about even even still when they were like the 16 year old was there and basically she was dead. And that's all they gave. They didn't really give any other information outside of that. So I'm like, that might be something that we need to look into in general, just like youth laws in the state of California, because something about that is weird to me. Like, but like you said, they they released Marcella's name. But even still with that, it's just like, where's the rest of the information? And also, I'm thinking about Sacramento, downtown cameras, everything. I'm like. Y'all can't give us nothing. Yeah, where's the nothing, investigation here? No, no one can give us anything. Like this Do you is not a closed case. Um, no. So they they ruled it a homicide. So I don't know if I didn't. I wasn't able to find details on on that. They the police. What I will say is, police department didn't even release release a statement, or at least do a you know how they do their generic statement. Mm-hmm. They, or they a little random tweet or something. Mm-hmm. Yep, they said they weren't commenting on on it at all, but they oh. ruled it a death investigation. So oh, we, like, we need to keep up on this. Yes, but I'm also intrigued. Okay, so what really um, what really intrigued me with this case, and I'm like, I feel like it happens with a lot of teenage cases, especially if they have any type of theories around human trafficking, is that, yes, like all of the information remotely about these teenagers is wiped away. But let it be a two-year-old, three-year-old, five-year-old. We got pictures. Think about all the kids we have caught, we have covered. Relisha Rudd, like we have pictures. We could track where Relisha Rudd that, was that whole day. Before mm-hmm. she died. And I'm like, y'all can't tell me shit about Marcella. That's not making sense to me. It's like this, this eerie absence of either information, care, or what when it comes to mm-hmm. teenagers who are getting who are who are involved in similar cases as opposed to if it was a kid. And I'm yeah. like, I, I'm even thinking back to that case we did where the mom uh you know kidnapped the kids and she says she took them somewhere safe. I'm like, yeah. even tracking that down, Cabin like all of Yes, even even thinking about like, oh, all of the stores I saw her on camera. I'm like, this is downtown L Street, like I, in the midst of in the midst of everything. Mm-hmm. And y'all tell when me, did she like, walk into that building? When did she did walk, she walk into in that with anybody? Did she get out of a car? Like anything tracking her from Oakland to any mm-hmm. did she get on the train? Did she take the bar? Like, was she in a car? Like when she left on the 15th, can y'all tell me anything about that? Like when she left yeah. school, like what's the last time? Like, nothing, Amanda. Nothing. Somebody's still investigating that. I feel, I feel, and that's why we ain't got no information. We're gonna, uh, maybe, we gonna find out. Yeah, I'm like, when we got a sack, we need to look into some stuff. We might, this, I want to go. I would love to go on L Street. I would love to go to that area and see, like, something had to happen. And even further, like, even if they weren't going to give us details, like if they were, you know, because, you know, a lot of people are asking like, okay, there's no suspects or anything. Police have said like, we're mm-hmm. not commenting on that for the, because of the nature of the case. Y'all can't describe the crime scene. Y'all, did y'all, fi- did y'all find any DNA? And normally, you mm-hmm. know, police departments will pump fake and say like, 
we have evidence that, you know, multiple mm-hmm. people were involved in nothing. Was she even killed there? They didn't release what type of gun she was shot with. But I'm thinking too, like, I don't know. We've covered enough cases and, and I've watched enough murder to know one shot to the head. She should have been dead instantly. Yeah. The fact that she was even still remotely alive. How long was she sitting there? How, when, what time did she get shot? Mm-hmm. That was my next question. I was saying, how long was Marcella really missing? I don't believe she was only gone for those two days before her, before she was found dead. So there was two reports that she went missing in February. And I wish the teachers, girl, I was all on on the teacher's tweets and everything. Like they didn't mention anything of how long she had been missing from school or anything of that nature. But how long had she really been gone? And don't you have to wait? Technically, don't you have to wait two days or 24 hours when it's a kid in order to put in a missing persons report? So at the very soonest, like she could have been missing around the 14th Mm -hmm. of March. And then she was, you know, Oakland... Oakland PD got a report on the 15th and then on the 17th is when they found her. That just seems like a quick turnaround. Cause what were y'all doing in them 48 hours? Ain't the first 48. Don't they say the first 24, first 48 is most dangerous. Like if you don't find somebody within 48 hours, they gone. Yeah. And, and, and that's when you're going to find most of the clues for your case. That's why they have that show. The first 48, they be yeah. trying to solve cases in 48 hours because they know after 48 hours, it becomes damn near impossible for them to solve the case. They can, but it becomes a lot harder after that. Like the percentage goes from like 80 to like 10, something Absolutely. wild like that. Yes. And the biggest mystery, which we already touched on this a little bit though, is if Marcella's body was released to her parents, then why weren't they given updates on the investigation? The yeah. fact that Pop said he he basically found out about Marcelo's confirmed death from the coroner, I, I just don't understand that. That just doesn't seem right to me. Mm-hmm. And, and my heart is honestly just breaking for them, but also for Marcella, because it's like, she was already dealt a shitty hand. Like, mm-hmm. you got two parents that are incarcerated. You know, you're going back and forth between foster home to foster home, only to be murdered with a kill shot to the head. And like... I don't know. I I also would love to hear what your opinion is about people that get like shot one time to the head because execution. Think, yeah, often it's like, did y'all know? Like, did did the killer know her? But then mm-hmm. it's like, maybe the killer didn't know her because I think a lot of times, you know, like, also we just have a lot of missing details. Like, her, was her body covered up? Was it not covered? You know, was I, she I know, shot from the back? Was she shot from the front? All of that exactly. Stuff what part of her we head? Have none of that. All they said was that she was shot in the head. I'm also thinking, was she shot on the side? Was it an accident? Did it ricochet? Was it meant to hit somebody else? Yeah. Like the fact that she was in that apartment by herself dead. I don't even know if there was furniture in the apartment. Who was, who, and my thing is, is you're found in an apartment. Who lived in that motherfucking apartment? Yeah. What was the name of the apartment complex? Cause I'm like, is it given crack house or is it, you know, upscale? <laughs> <laughs> and this apartment complex looks nice if you ask me. Okay, so you guys, we're taking a look at the apartment complex right now. Y'all, we got some waterfalls. It's pretty big. It's a pretty big building. Now my curiosity is growing because... This is a nice... This, this is, is not, a nice apartment building. This is not giving trap house. It's not giving trap house at all. We got a rooftop. She knew somebody that lived in, in this building. She had absolutely 100%. 100%. She had to have... I even know the apartment she was in. So I'm like, if I know the apartment she was in, that means the police know... Who that lease was? For, who 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 was leasing that apartment? Yeah, and then y'all. It also, this is a gated community. <laughs> yes, yes. The apartment like, complex is gated, so she definitely had to know somebody in there. Like what? 
it's a gated community. It looks beautiful. Like the entrance honestly reminds me of all the murders in the building. Just small, oh, yeah. smaller scale, not a, a huge high rise, but you know, a little lower with only seven or eight floors, but beautiful entrance. Like Michelle said, a water fountain. It's not giving me trap house. It's not giving me trap vibes, which also kind of goes with the other theory of um, trafficking to me or prostitution. Yeah. We didn't talk about that. No, we didn't. She could have been messing with some high rollers and something happened. You know, you just never know. I'm like this for that apartment building specifically. I don't, my mind is is going uh, a mile a minute at this point. I don't know. Cause I, I was really ex- expecting Motel 6 energy. Mm-mm. Did you go to, um, web, did you web sleuth it at all or anything like I, that? I, that's, what, that's why I found this case. I found this case on web sleuth. Oh, so um, what were the sleuths talking about? What did they, what are, what are they thinking? Girl, they just as stumped as us. Like the sleuths had no sleuthing. And also they were, they were expressing the same frustration I was with that. There's no official police report. And the only thing I could find was the coroner's report that said her parents, that's how I found her parents' name were the coroner reports. So the news, the news outlets didn't, didn't release those. So. Man, tap into our case file in the comments and let us know what y'all are thinking because this, uh, I'm, I'm stumped. My girl, I this doesn't make no sense. What, what are y'all thinking? Please tell us. DM us. Y'all, y'all got I'm over here searching us. like the apartment complex with Marcella's name with the apartment number <laughs> to see if something <laughs> will pop up. Like, yo, the fact that the news reports are literally are literally publishing. Yeah, she was found in apartment four hundred five. You know, she was found in apartment 405 in the St. Ann Anton um, apartment building on L Street, 2100 L Street to be exact. I'm like, what if apartment 405 belonged to a police officer? Oh, now you're getting sticky or CPS or Or CPS. Something uh, within the, if it belonged to somebody who worked with somebody in the system. Yeah. Or, or was um, affiliated with the legal system. Or somebody, yep, somebody very well could have been praying on her because she was a beautiful young lady. How do we find who lived in this apartment? Like, how do we find that? Oh no, that ain't in a it's it's sticky with apartments because it's like it's not necessarily public knowledge. Like we would have to know their names in order to like look up their name to confirm that that was their address. But it's not like a house where they have a deed and we could just look it up online. Yeah, you don't so think go look it's at a little mail? bit more difficult. Yeah, some we'd have to go in that building and look at some mail. We need to make a franny here, but then again, <laughs> don't want to spend too much time. <laughs> yeah, I, honestly, I think this is something we can investigate the hell out of, but we'll talk about that when we, when we finish this call. I mean, when we yes. finish this episode. Let me go back to the pictures of this apartment complex real quick. This this building 100% has cameras. It definitely has it. cameras. As updated as that place is? Yes, 100%. Y'all, they got stainless steel appliances. <laughs> this ain't no white refrigerator uh, <laughs> type of place. They ain't even got black appliances. Stainless steel, baby. And it's not a it's not a secluded building. Like there's buildings stacked next to it. It overlooks the city from like the balconies. Somebody had to see something. Some Somebody camera had to record something. something. Like not even we can't even even know timestamps. Y'all know how we normally do our, our go to with cases is doing a timeline. I couldn't even timeline the night out for y'all. I don't even know what. Marcella went through on her last night before she died. 
Thank you for listening uh, for the most latest episode of The Point of No Return. Please share your thoughts, theories, and ideas about what could have happened to Marcella. This is definitely a case we're going to continue to follow. It just happened a year ago. By the time you have listened to it, it'll probably be a year and a half-ish. So it's definitely something that just happened um, in the city of Sacramento. So keep up with us. I'm Michelle Graham. And I'm Amanda Washington. Until next time. Thank you, guys. Peace.